0: Nowadays, everyone can use electronics to find information on the the news. Social media, podcasts, articles, and videos are all places people look at to see what's happening in the world. But some sources may be false, biased, or unrealistic. Many U.S. citizens may not realize that their information is fake because they've never learned to look at multiple sources, distinguish between fact and opinion, and fact check to validate content. In 2020, COVID-19 has still been an issue. Many have lost their jobs, family, and sanity through the eight-month-long quarantine. Currently, the USA has 8.9 million COVID cases, which is roughly 25% of the world's total cases. Compared to other countries like Iceland, New Zealand, and Singapore, their numbers are subjectively smaller compared to ours. But why is that? Do people believe that the news is exaggerated and do not believe it? Whose fault is it? Americans look at a broad mix of sources for the information on the coronavirus outbreak. These different sources vary between political and demographic characteristics. I'll be conducting research on interviews and polls that are online so I can have statistics of each group. I'm hoping to interview my family members and what they think about the current situation versus the opposite side of the spectrum. The purpose of this podcast circles around my central question, how has location and demographic affect the viewers on where they've gotten their information? I interviewed my family members on where they get their news from and what they think about the current situation. But before I interviewed, I conducted research to gain perspective. American News Pathways is a collection of research conducted in 2020 between the dates of April 20th to the 26th and between June 4th and 10th by Pew Research Center. From the first article I read, adults were surveyed and asked out of these five sources used for keeping track of the coronavirus outbreak which one they relied on the most. The sources include national news outlets, public health officials and organizations, local news outlets, Trump and his task force, And lastly, state and local officials. People that lean toward the Democratic side make up a large portion in relying on four out of the five sources, basically everything except Trump's task force. 92% of people leaning towards the Republican Party mainly take up Trump and his task force as the most reliable. 51% of adults who rely on Trump and the task force say the outbreak was considered too big of a deal compared to 8% who say it's been downplayed. Compared to most of my family, my father's views are much more abstract and different. Every now and then, he sends me conspiracy theories that claim the history is debunked. Even though I might not agree with his views sometimes, it is interesting to hear them. Please briefly explain who you are and where you live.
1: My name is Achilles. I'm not too lucky. I live in Chelsea, Massachusetts.
0: Where and did you um, grow up?
1: I grew up in the Philippines, in the different parts of the Philippines.
0: How has COVID affected your lifestyle? Are there any drastic changes in your life?
1: Uh, COVID, uh practically affected my uh, employment and life because I didn't able to work for three months because the hospital has to shut down because of the uh, pandemic and I was stuck at home for almost four months didn't go out and stay here at, at my apartment and looking for a new job just in case my uh, employer is not going to hire me back after the furlough
0: Where do you get your covid news from
1: I get my covid 19 news from different sources I rarely check the mainstream media news I actually go to different countries to check the news there and and uh, check the uh, website that's not biased with COVID-19 news.
0: Uh, which countries um, do you use to look at the news from?
1: Uh, Europe and Asian newspapers and news, news channels. I usually get my news from the hospital where I get so, they tell me what, what's going on with the uh, COVID 19 pandemic. Because I get news from the hospital also where I work.
0: Why do you prefer to look at European and Asian um, media sources rather than American news sources?
1: Because the European and Asian news are not politically motivated compared to the United States. So it's, yeah, yeah. Main Street, the United States tend to lean
0: on the, uh, Democratic side, not the Republican side. Mm -hmm.
1: So I want, I I want the news that is not biased and should be equal Mm to, uh, to, uh, tell the news, which is, um, to tell the news accurately without, without politically politically motivated news.
0: Would you consider yourself more right-winged than left in American politics? No, I
1: don't vote, so I don't usually have the right or uh, left-wing
0: mm-hmm.
1: perspective in my mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, thank you. What sources do you use from America to help you um, like live throughout your daily life? Like, How do you know what's going on in like your town or your city if you look... At sources from different countries, I uh,
1: look at the. uh, I don't look at the mainstream media, but I look. I follow local news to check what's going on in the in state of Massachusetts.
0: How do you know? Oh, sorry, say.
1: Local news is not the mainstream media. It's just the radio station like that. you know, local news, not the mainstream media, like the big channels that can be seen all over the United States.
0: How do you know that your sources are reliable?
1: Because, uh... uh I'm not sure they're reliable or not, but I just listen to them and believe them.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever look at sources from the opposite side of the spectrum? You mentioned earlier that Um, you think that American sources are uh, mostly democratic. Do you ever um, look at those sources to see what's happening?
1: Uh, Sometimes, but I don't usually watch mainstream mainstream media news. I just watch those independent news, Mm -hmm. like uh, independent newscaster that doesn't belong to the mainstream media.
0: In your opinion, has the media done a good job covering what you should do during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, they do a good job but not great because they sometimes they make create fear to the public, so instead of just telling the public not not to fear COVID, they make it more uh, they make it more sound uh they make it more sound dangerous. Mhm. public actually at ease or get, get scared instead of just, you know, um, having a uh, calm situation.
0: Right now, how closely are you following the information and news on corona?
1: No, I, I think that the news never changed till the same thing since the coronavirus started. Mm-hmm.
0: They keep on telling how many people died and how many people are infected.
1: Mm So the news hasn't really changed. It's still the same thing.
0: Um, And last question. Would you consider yourself more right-winged than left in American politics?
1: No, I don't vote, so I don't usually have the right uh, or left-wing perspective in my mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. In the interview, my father says he uses local news because it is important so he can access information to see what's going on in his area and state. In my research, 83% of people say that the media has done a good job of covering the outbreak. In highly populated areas of America, including the cities of New York, Boston, Detroit, Seattle, and New Orleans, are considered the pandemic's initial hotspots. Half of these residents are white, roughly, and 22 identify as Latin Hispanic, 18% as black, and 10% as Asian American. In this second interview,
2: I asked Michelle to help me out. Hi, my name is Michelle Oshima. I was born in 1963, so that makes me 57. And I grew up in Germany, Minnesota, and New Jersey, but I've spent most of my adult life in Massachusetts. I went to college at Wellesley College, and I was very privileged to leave high school early and spend a year at the New School for Social Research. I live in Arlington, Massachusetts right now.
0: How has COVID affected your lifestyle? Any drastic changes in your
2: life? COVID has affected my lifestyle because... My company first put me on furlough and then laid me off. Additionally, it has really impacted my ability to play my trumpet with my band. And it looks like my band won't be able to play until 2022 at this rate. And additionally, we're not able to travel and visit our loved ones or spend time with all the children in my life because this is a very serious illness. And since I have diabetes type 2, I have pre-existing conditions, which make me particularly vulnerable to COVID.
0: Where do you get your COVID news from?
2: I get my COVID news from mostly online sources and friends. I do not have a TV. Um, Online, I will read the ProPublica, NPR, also... I will also read the New York Times and the Boston Globe. I don't know if I'm getting repetitive. And whenever there's something scientific that I don't understand, I ask my friends who are doctors and biochemists, and they explain, for example, the treatment that the 45th president got when he got COVID because I did not understand it.
0: How do you know something is a reliable source?
2: You know, I'm not sure when something is a reliable source, but because I also check news all around the world, I get different perspectives, and I tend to read multiple political viewpoints. So, for example, the Wall Street Journal is a counterpoint to the New York Times, and the Boston Herald is a counterpoint to the Boston Globe. I do not, for example, read uh, sources that, like Breitbart, because I don't trust them. Do you look at other sources from the opposite side of the spectrum? Why or why not? Because I've been fortunate to travel all over the world and live in many different countries, I have seen different political systems and understand how the media can reflect one political party, one political spectrum, and I am accustomed to reading perspectives that don't always result in the same truth, but everything is Rashomon-like in the world, so if you don't want know what that means, you should look up the movie Rashomon, and it really shows that there is no one truth, because everybody's experience of the same incident is very different.
0: In your opinion, has the media done a good job in covering what we should do during the pandemic?
2: I feel that the media has not done a good job in covering what we should be doing during that pandemic, and that it, there has been a lot of conflicting information. And I have been choosing to err on the side of caution because, as mentioned before, I have pre-existing conditions, and I am not choosing to exit this planet at this time through this pandemic. I follow the information and news on COVID somewhat regularly, and I have reliable sources sending me information from all over the world. So that helps me have a better understanding because I do feel... That the news in the US has been very misleading. COVID 19 dispersion across suburbs and
0: smaller metropolitan counties shows that these latter populations, with less diverse, with 56% being white, are less foreign born. Democrats are far more likely to live in a community where the virus has ravaged the community, While Republicans are most likely to live in counties that have been relatively unscathed by the illness. The infection rate is 1.7 times as high in the most urban areas of the county compared with nearby suburbs, and 2.3 times as high in the suburbs as in ex-urban and rural areas. From these two point of views, I've noticed that depending on their experiences, it can affect how they perceive the media and news. Typically, people who trust President Donald Trump in the White House were negative estimates of any group. I've learned a lot about my family's views, USA, and how it is split up politically, and what and how the media says affects us.